Business is booming. From the small mom and pops to the big industries, our local businesses drive our economy and provide the products, services, and jobs we depend on. Our host, Jennifer McCurdy, brings us these stories as she visits with the business owners and leaders of Fort Payne and DeKalb County, Alabama. And now, here's Jennifer. Mary Worth, thank you so much for joining us today for Business is Booming. It's so good to have you in Fort Payne. It is good to be here. I got here yesterday afternoon, and this is just one of the prettiest parts of the state. I really love coming here with Little River Canyon and the beautiful downtown uh, Connie Fuller with uh, Fort Payne Main Street and I walked around downtown yesterday, and we're getting ready to provide another service downtown here shortly on uh, looking at some of the buildings and redevelopment issues. So I'm excited about that. I love that. So tell us about what you do with Main Street Alabama. Well, Main Street is an approach for downtown revitalization, and it's been going for over 40 years. It's at the national level and then at the state level and then individual programs within each city. And here in Alabama, we have 29 designated cities and 44 networks. And the networks are those communities that are kind of tipping their toe in the water, getting ready for designation. Um, we're excited because we're going to be announcing our new cities June the 1st. So oh, we've wow. got a whole new class coming in. So how many do you, I guess, um, bring in each year? We bring bring in up to three, and sometimes I arm wrestle for four uh, a year because you know, it's just so hard to Turn people down. Turn people down. But we've, we've got a lot applying this year, so we're excited about that. How long has Fort Payne been part of your Main Street, Alabama? They've been in since 2015, and we restarted. I moved here in June of 2013 to take on the relaunch of the, the state coordinating program here in Alabama. So it's they were one of my first class. And you came from, was it Kentucky? I came from Kansas. Kansas with a K. I almost, I was close. National Championships, and it's KU, not UK. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Give a little plug for that. (laughs) It it was so funny because I actually took a trip not long ago, and I sat by, it was before they, they won the championship, and I sat by a gal on my first leg of the trip who had a Kentucky hat on, and they were already out of the tournament. And then on my second leg, sat by a guy with a Kentucky hat on, and I'm going, wow. I hope this isn't a bad sign for us. It all worked out (laughs) fine. It worked out. Good. (laughs) So I'm originally from Kansas. Yes, but you love (laughs) Alabama. I do. I do. It is absolutely beautiful. My family teases me. It's like, you know, it's four hours in the mountain to the beach, baby. We don't have that in Kansas. That's true. I tell people that, too. Plus, our cost of living in Alabama is really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Property tax is crazy cheap here. Yes. Well, let's talk more about you're here kind of looking at some property downtown, some ideas. and. Talk about how Main Street works with communities as far as ideas on buildings and just design and your like your four is it four components? It's is, four point approach. Okay. So she gets extra bonus points for that. Ah, uh, good. Yeah, it's the four point approach. It's design, which is about how the district looks, but it's also about are there benches? You know, if I get a cup of coffee. At one end of the block, is there a trash can, a bench? You know, to think about the convenience of, of how the district is being used falls into design, too. Uh, upper story housing, which, thank you so much. I know you guys were working on that a couple of years ago. We owe you has, for that. I think yeah. you pulled through for that, for the chamber. And that's another so. part of what Main Street can help you with is um, problem solving, troubleshooting mm-hmm. for um, there wasn't any loft apartments yeah. or upper housing above businesses and mary came through for us so well, thank upper, you for that upper story housing is just so important and you think about you know i travel the whole state and sometimes you know nation depending on 
sometimes I still do some speaking outside of Alabama. And it's just amazing to me to go into a community where the zoning has changed to where you're not allowed to have housing upstairs. And it's like, that's what these buildings were built for. <laughs> I do not Why? understand that. We're going backwards um, here. <laughs> so, But also working with communities on making sure that the infrastructure is in place. So do you have you know, a good enough water and sewer so that you can't put a tap to a building. I mean, there's just so many things to think about from the design perspective. And then there's promotion. Promotion is special events and cash registering events, inviting people back into the district to look at it and go, hey, this is a cool spot. This is where I could work, live, play. Yes. Um, so that that's really important. It's kind of like, you know, when you invite people to your house, you you spruce up your living room. Downtown's the living room of your community. And you expect it to be that welcoming area. Then there's uh, organization. And organization is all the kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. As soon as I get done here, I'm going to be booking down the street to talk to the Main Street Board about their annual review. And, you know, just looking at what they've done. You know, again, I work all over the place to so give them suggestions on, you know, hey, I saw this happen here and it was really cool. You guys can do this. Yes. How do we work that in? What do you? Where do you want to take this program next and what tools can we offer you? And then my personal favorite is economic vitality, and that's working with the existing businesses to make them stronger, but also looking at the market. So we come in here in a couple of weeks to do what we call the real estate redevelopment plan. We'll be providing an updated market analysis and also geofencing data, which is the cell phone, Big Brother. Uh, Big Brother's watching. It's kind of creepy stuff to really look at what geofencing can provide to you. I, um, I love this. I'm, I need to come to the meeting because geofencing, I think, is... Oh, it's the coolest thing. I know. And why wouldn't we use the data if it's out there? We you need to should. Make, yes. You make should. Make good use of it. We used it in one of our districts in Birmingham, and there's a little restaurant in this district that we're working in. And that particular property owner understood. I mean, it was so clear that people are coming to you from here or from here. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah. What, what do I do? I said, well, I would talk to each one of those and see if you can't you know, advertise <laughs> or <laughs> co-market or something because that's where your customers are coming from. Yes. And if they don't know about you, you need to make sure that group who isn't coming to you is. No, that's another point of geofencing. Yeah. If the, it can kind of give you an idea of the market you're missing out on yeah. as well. So we'll we'll be talking to uh, property owners, looking at a few few different properties to, you know, what will the market bear? What is the next level of fun stuff that can happen in downtown Fort Payne? So I'm excited about it. Okay, so of your downtown communities, how from a community downtown, can because it's so important, people are always like, you need this, you need to do that. Well, the city can't do everything. Mm-hmm. That's not on them. It's on local investors or investors coming in. Yes. Um, mostly it's people who really care about their community investing in a property, knowing that the short term you're not you're you're not it's a short term bust probably. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, it not only provides income, but it could also it's just for your community. It is. Well, and and look at the performa. That's what I love about this particular service that we're offering. And I, I know you know, but I was also a local Main Street director for for a long time, and I would have loved to have had this particular service. So sometimes I. I rate what we're doing. Although I wish I'd had that. That would have been cool. Uh, so this is a very cool service because it can provide a performa to understand this is the cost of the construction. This is what the average rent per square foot is for Fort Payne. Mm-hmm. This is the cost of the building. Let's run the numbers. And what do we need to fill the gap to make this a good project? Is this something that's offered free because we're a Main Street community? 
Yeah. So if anyone downtown wanted to look at an investment opportunity, could they speak with Connie? They and- need to talk to Connie. Yes. yes. And and you could look at the information. We're probably going to be looking at four to six properties. Um, but the information that we provide on the market analysis and the geofencing mm-hmm. can be used for, you know, somebody says, I just can't do it on that date. That the data is available. The data is available and, and the uh, how to fill in your own kind of numbers are, are there, too. Another thing we're working on is incremental development and understanding that it's really nice if a developer wants to work in Birmingham, Huntsville, Mobile, Montgomery. And mm-hmm. I love all of those cities, but they don't always, you know, come come to a little bit smaller community. So and you said it earlier, who who's going to make your community better? You. So it's teaching people how to be their own developers, understanding, you know, what's the market piece, how will this, you know, it's not just grandma I need a loan. It's how are how are we going to get beyond the seed money that my family might give me to get my business started into the future. It's yes. really a so incremental development is having people understand this is how you develop a property one by one instead That's of trying good. to do, you know, a whole slew of buildings at one time. Right. And I and also I think people, when they start to um, think about a business, not only need to think about, obviously, you know, it's a great idea. It's something we need. Sit down with us at the chamber as well and talk Mm -hmm. to JSU Small Business Development Center because they can walk you through the steps as well as far as from a business perspective and financial perspective. I always say this, if you can start there and get off on the right foot, it's so much easier. The process is so much easier if you get your ducks in a row first versus just going into something blindly and there's so many tools and and again contact connie contact the chamber there's an an ecosystem here to support entrepreneurs you just have to ask you don't have to do this by yourself no you shouldn't uh, because it's kind of mind-boggling if you do uh and you know in some some cases i've seen not necessarily here but i've seen where it's just difficult to get through the permitting process at the city that's not a problem here but you know, how do, we, how do I do all this? And if you've never done any of that before, you need a little hand-holding, and that's what Chambers are for, and that's what Main Street is for. That's right. And and we'd much rather you come to us and say, hey, I need some help with this, versus telling everybody down the street that it's hard to <laughs> do have, business here. <laughs> you're right. Let's just talk to us about it. Let's see what we can do to make it better, if yeah, it is bad, you know. Exactly. But I always ask questions. Mm-hmm. And what else have you got going on? Well, we're always busy. Um, I leave from here after meeting with the uh, Fort Fort Payne Main Street Board to Florence. I get to speak to a, a Leadership Alabama gathering there. And then next week I'm in Atmore and Foley. So talking from the mountains to the beach, baby, that's what I'm doing next week. <laughs> that's why you love Alabama. Uh, <laughs> I do love Alabama. Uh, but to work with uh, Foley is actually going through a redevelopment plan, uh, kind of a master planning process for, of their own right now. So it's going to be interesting to see how all that ties together. And we play a part in that, too. So the service that's being provided to Fort Payne Main Street on the redevelopment plan, we're paying for it. It's not a free service at, you know, it's free to Main. It's free to you guys. <laughs> it's not. It's not free to Main Street Alabama. You know, we're paying for that. But it is. It is a, a wonderful piece that allows our communities to move forward, and that's always in my, in my back of my mind and in my heart for the communities to get that next step forward. Yes, and people, you know, sometimes people don't quite understand. What, what does Main Street even, what does that even mean? What do they do? This is it, guys. <laughs> we have a partner, someone who yes. is an advocate for us, an expert in the field, who can advise us, provide resources for us, 
just be our partner in general. Mm-hmm. So important. You can't do everything and be everywhere as, as a director, especially on a shoestring staff here and budget. But when you have a partner, it makes the world of difference. Well, I love the fact that you and Connie work together. Uh, that's so important to understand that there's too much for one organization to take on. So when you work more hand in glove and your city is involved in it too, you start to see things happening in your community. And we're clearly seeing that here. We have that. Mm-hmm. I love working with Connie. She, I tell her all the time that Main Street's, I just couldn't do it without her. She is awesome. Anytime I need anything, she's there for me. Yeah. She's, and just smart. She's a great grant writer. She is a great grant writer. Huge advocate for Main Street. She's mm-hmm. She wants wants our community to thrive. Well, she was involved from the very start. I mean, she delivering was. the application to the office back when it was all still paper. Uh, and it was so funny because we're getting ready for applications now. And now everything's electronic. So they just have to hit the button before midnight. Uh, but I mean, they had to drive it to the office and from up here. And I said, you could have mailed it. And well, no, we just finished it. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're at debt crunch time here. <laughs> but you know, it was all wrapped up in a pretty package. So I'm sure she probably had some Fort Payne stuff to go and, along oh, with they, it. They did an excellent job. It really is. The application part is, is really fun for us to see how communities put things together, but it's for them to understand their baseline. You know, what is your current, you know, vacancy rate you know how you know how are things currently where they're at so it's a lot of work to put together but it's also they come in and do a an on-site presentation to our selection committee and that's where you get to feel the heart and soul of a community you can read and somebody can put together the numbers and it is important and we do look at that for anybody who's applying we really do look at that uh go through that with a fine-tooth comb but when they come in and you get to hear the the love and affection and, and passion for what they're trying to you know, get done in their downtown district, in their community, that's fun. I'm so sure. we do both sides of it. So they have a written application and then they have an on-site presentation. And I have a selection committee. Um, for us, I fall in love with every community I work in. That's my job. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no way I can select my favorite child. So there is a selection committee. Oh, come committee. on, we're Fort Payne. You know it's us. <laughs> you did get selected, though. Uh, but it's, you know, it's so hard because we want to help a community with the best application possible. So none of my staff or myself are on the selection committee. We have oh, other people smart. look through it. And then, like I said, sometimes I arm wrestle for that fourth community going, you know, they're so close. They're so close. We, we, should, we, just, we should just do it. Uh, and and then, then you're like, what have I done? There's so much work involved. <laughs> Usually I'm going, let's go. But sometimes my staff is looking at me, you're crazy because uh, it's a lot. I oh, mean, I'm, we're, we're in the community pretty much every month for the first year. And, you know, multiply that out. It's by four. Uh, it becomes and you never know where I'm going to spend the next year of my life. My Somebody else gets to decide that. Um, that's, so. Well, that's another thing with the you might be biased based on location. If you were to select, if I'm going to be here for your which community <laughs> that I'd most rather be in. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so much fun. But, you know, you know, the first year we do that organizational kickoff, really getting them set up. And that's where we still really start digging into the nuts and bolts of, do you, do you need, let me see your bylaws. Maybe there's a better way of doing this. I mean, all that behind the scene foundational stuff that Everybody hates to do, but yes. if you don't do right, we'll mess you up long term. So we really spend a lot of time on that. Then we come in and we do a resource team where we bring in that expert at each of the four points and really do a deep dive into the community. We come in, we do a market analysis. Oh, that's another thing we're getting ready to provide. Um, with the 2020 census being done, 
this is a kind of unbelievable for us that works in, in the world that we work in. You know what I'm getting ready to say. The 2020 census data has not hit Esri and Claritas yet, which is where we get our market data yes. information. It's like, it is 2022. What are you guys waiting on? Uh, but it just takes so long for that. It trails behind. Yes. So as soon as that data hits, probably the summer, all of our designated communities will be getting an updated market analysis. Because right now, if you pull something, it's, it's 2010 dated. numbers with a projection. And I don't want a projection. I want I real numbers. Oh, accurate Which numbers. is why the geofencing data is so cool, because that's accurate. <laughs> Very accurate. <laughs> yeah. How do we compare from when we started to today? Oh, I mean, you've come so far. Uh, and I actually encouraged Connie yesterday to have your have your board look through your application just to look at. I mean, it was funny yesterday we were walking along the side streets and looking at some of the businesses on the side streets going, wow, none of this was here. This is so cool. I mean, you it was a beautiful downtown ahead of time. Yes. I'm not taking credit for that. But there was a lot more vacancy. Um, your events are more refined. There's, you know, design pieces, the meditation garden. I mean, the things that are going on are a reflection of, of, a, of a local group of people who care and are acting. That's true. Yes. And also, Jerry Clifton has done a great job with First Street with the loft apartments above mm-hmm. the spot. Yep. And then now we have the Bakehouse and Alice Circle and the Blossom Shop's always been there. And they're a staple here in our community. Yeah. And that building looks great. The church at the vineyard that. It's so pretty. Yeah. No, First Street looks great. A lot of times you tend to you, know, you tend to concentrate on Galt Avenue, which is great. But you're you know, I'm starting to look up side streets going, holy smokes, looks what's happening. There's what's some happening action there. here. Yeah. It's great. I am one hundred percent convinced that nothing but good is coming for our future of Fort Payne. I mean, we've been on a great track so far and making great strides. And thank you for Well, thank you for so that. much for inviting me. And you know I love coming here, so Keep inviting me back. I'll show up. Uh, listen, there's so many topics that you could speak to as far as bo- business is booming. So mm. without a doubt, you'll be back as many times as you will come. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Have a great day. Yeah, thanks for coming. Take care. You've been listening to Business is Booming, a podcast brought to you by Fort Payne Chamber of Commerce. The host is Chamber Director Jennifer McCurdy, Executive Producer Stephen B. Smith, with Assistant Producer Emily Kirby. Our engineer is Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studios. Business is Booming is a production of Rare Life Media 